0: Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast, a very special episode of the Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast. Yeah. Adam is nodding furiously there. Well, this is it.
1: This is like We say this a lot. We say, oh, this one's going to be special. Or, in the past, we've said, oh, we've got lots
0: coming up. Something has come up and it is very special. It is very. And, and you know, when Adam says it, it's true. This man's words right here hold a lot of value.
1: Well, they do on this podcast. I feel like in real life, that statement might get me into a lot of trouble. But um, yes, I, I can confirm
0: this is a special episode. It's a good one as well. Do I tell them why? Yeah, that'd be helpful, wouldn't it? It's because we have a chat with Costa D'Angelo, AKA Eden Shaw. Legend. Like, we love this guy since day one. And pff, this does not disappoint at all. A really fun chat. We chat for about a good hour. You just want to listen to it right now. So I'm going to stop rambling on and just let you listen to the podcast. Enjoy. G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours.
2: It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours.
0: It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins.
1: And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast.
2: The best
0: podcast in the entire world.
1: JK, Adam, thanks for taking me down memory lane.
0: You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for
2: so how's your day been anyway oh good day um i'm currently rehearsing a show down in melbourne so i'm doing some theater uh at the melbourne theater company so we are four weeks into rehearsal now and we open in two weeks down in melbourne uh at the melbourne theater company in Southbank. uh so you wouldn't have no idea where that is down in on your end but it is uh it's a great show called 37 and yeah we've been stuck in, so I'm just every day ten hours down at the down at the at the theater, which is fun so it's my first it's my professional debut on stage, which is nice so after um you know a few months doing the film stuff at navy's it's it's really nice to kind of jump on and and get on stage so yeah it's awesome and get that kind of instant feedback i suppose that you get with the theater yeah exactly right i'm gonna see if the jokes land or see if uh <laughs> <laughs> if they don't laugh, and I'll be standing up there for a few seconds, scratching my head. But uh, is
1: it is it a comedy? Is that what it is? Is it a comedy script? Well, yeah, it's it like... a bit
2: of a. It's a comedy drama. It's um. It's got a bit of everything. It's about a young team of football players, and Australian football, not uh, not Next not spot. your guys' football, which I'm a big fan of. By the way, I'm sure we'll get to it. But um, <laughs> it's about Australian football and a, a young team of from the country who, uh have two players come in and it causes a big stir, and it's a it's a great great show about you know it tackles racism and and all these wonderful things, and it's a uh, it's a good show. It's it's I'm really looking forward to opening. We're open to 600 people in March, so that's going to be super exciting to to jump on stage for the first time professionally. And you know, see my, that kind of skill set. It's not you can't you can't do another take if you mess up your lines. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting.
1: I was going to say, are you are you good at that are you can you get your lines down are you good or are you like no we'll do one more we'll do one more or are you oh, on okay. it the pressure's oh, on now like you've been oh, around like doing other takes and that like can I'm you on, I'm, on, I'm on
2: na- on neighbors saying sorry one sorry another one another one i can't i can't do that now uh on stage but the funny thing is with neighbors um there was a few oh i've got a great story for you guys um so uh that's hilarious because on Neighbours, that was my first proper role outside of drama school. I did three years of Victorian College of the Arts. I studied acting there and six months out of school, I booked Neighbours and that was my first first ever role uh, outside of, you know, when I was in school and a bit younger. I did a few Australian things, but this was like truly the moment for me where I was like Neighbours, everyone knows about Neighbours and it's almost like a young actor in Australia, it is a rite of passage. You've had so many incredible actors go through, Margot Robbie, all of these guys. And I remember when I got the phone call, I was with my cousin going to the gym and just my agent told me, they've offered you the role and of Eden and just screaming. And he thought, has someone, someone died? Like, what's going on? He's, he's, yeah. I was absolutely <laughs> over the moon. And because I, I knew it was it's such an important, you know, piece of uh, history for it for our cinema and our, our screens. And to get on that, I'm like, okay, we're ticking boxes here and we're, we're doing something right. So one of my first weeks on set, poor Annie Jones, um, there was a scene, I was so nervous by the way, we're, we're in the vineyard with everyone and Annie Jones has to scull this drink. And she's getting, yeah, she's getting pissed, isn't she? She's sculling this drink. I don't know what they put in it, but it's probably just some nice, some grape juice, but nevertheless, I have to come in right after that and say a line. And this is the line, if you look back, it was me giving to Georgie Stone um, her character and I have to say, I've made a drink for you. It is this concoction of this, 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 this and whatever's in this drink. And it was such a tongue twister and I got it wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong and I kept messing up this line. And what made it worse was every time we had to do another take, Annie had to drink scully's drink every single time, <laughs> <laughs> and she's looking at me like, "Costa, come on, just get it right." <laughs> so that was a good first impression I think I made on set. Um, but I, uh, I got it done, and uh, that's the thing—you can't do that in theatre. You got to get it right the first time. So it's, uh, it'll be—I'm sure it's going
0: to be a good time. Costa, tell us about. Come into Neighbours tell us uh like so you uh, so you auditioned for the role of Enoch or did you do is it a general audition how did that kind of go about
2: yeah so um once I finished up at uh drama school Victorian College of the Arts there was you do a showcase at the end of the year which is basically us 20, 20 actors in the cohort um we jump up on stage and there's agencies from all around Australia who will fly in and come and look at you and And they'll basically just pick out who they like. And um, I got lucky enough to sign with Shanahan, who is a wonderful uh, Australian acting agency. So they look after the likes of Nicole Kidman and Joel Edgerton and like these really incredible actors that like I've looked up to. And um, through them, we had a meeting and signed and I was like, oh, dude, straight to Hollywood. Like this is pretty cool. Um, But no. Uh, it was straight to Ramsey Street actually, and it was um. <laughs> That's the they
1: stop off on the yeah, yeah no, It's, oh, it's like... on the
2: it's on the train. No, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's take the train, uh, the metro, and no, no. But we they organised the general audition for me for, to go into Neighbours, and I had a general audition at the start of I think twenty twenty two maybe, or um, and then I just didn't hear anything for six six seven months, um. And then they've got, I can imagine these, these, these tapes that they would have from all these actors around Australia, just in their files. And I just got lucky enough that this asshole bad guy thief kind of came up and they're like, I think we got the right guy. Yeah. So.
0: Um, Who's the
1: best? Like, like, yeah, let's look through the tapes. Who's got like an asshole smirk? See so <laughs> that headshot? You.
2: If that headshot, we got that. Oh, mate, that <laughs> they, they saw that headshot. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was, it was, I had to audition again though. And, um, I remember getting the tape for Eden and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like what a character, so, seriously, such a great character. Um, and the scene I read with, I read for was the first scene down at the cafe, um, where I meet Georgie Stone's character and oh, great, funny story. Me and Georgie, we grew up acting together. And also awesome. Luc- Lucinda as well, who plays like Melbourne is such a small little acting community here, and we all grew up acting. And um, I walked into the green room down at the Nadderwading Studios, and I just I'm oh like, oh my, like it was like a reunion because we all grew up right. acting, and and to to kind of enter like this adult kind of phase of our lives together, and then also be on Neighbours together was such like an incredible experience to like we're all just like get to work together now after doing you know children's theatre and local stuff and it was such a kind of eye-opening moment to be surrounded by like your peers and we're all doing great things on this great show and yeah it was super exciting um but I read for for that scene and it was just such an interesting character I, I wanted it so bad I remember reading for it saying I would do anything to play this character he is so cool and oh, he's also terrible but i think that's so fun as well um
1: that's what that's why like get this out of the way now we've wanted you on since that first scene where we met eden like straight away <laughs> straight away we loved this guy
2: like okay
1: oh, like he Like, you've got all your main characters and everything, and obviously the show came back, and you got some new people brought in and things like that. But straight away, like, we always have a bit of a soft spot for, like, the cameo people, like, the guest stars, maybe not, like, the main main person off the titles or anything. And, like, we saw you, and we we were like, this guy is a legend. We're going (laughs) to have to get this guy. This guy is brilliant.
0: Like... I I can show you messages to to prove that Oh, that's so (laughs) great. Like, straight away, and that scene,
1: like... Like we on on uh, on the podcast, we have been guilty of like running a joke into the ground. Like mm-hmm. if we fi- if we find something funny, then we will milk it every every episode over and over again. And you saying the line, "Here we go." My name's Ed, and I'm, I'm a, a good, good egg.
2: <laughs> I'm a good egg.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, is my fa- my favorite line of neighbors. <laughs>
2: I'm a good egg. I've, that line <laughs> has haunted me since that day. So all those months ago, I've got, there is, oh, if you check my Instagram, there's some great artworks. The first ever piece of art I ever received was my face as an egg. And it said, I'm a good egg. Yes. It's great. How good is that? That is awesome. <laughs> so what, I, want, I want to know the history of the line. I want to know, I want to know, the top,
1: like what's the deal with I'm a good egg?
2: Oh, fuck those. <laughs> did you, did you nail it first time though? Oh, I don't know. Well, I can tell you what I didn't nail. If you – I'm exposing myself here. If you go back to my first – when I walk in, walk into uh, the cafe, I sit down. I barrel the camera on my first ever neighbor's neighbor scene. If you go back and watch it, there's a split second – where I look at the camera and fucking look away quickly. But I remember watching it back on TV. I just look straight into the bloody camera. So that's that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I'm oh like, how's this gonna go now? I've got another six months on this show. I don't know, but no one noticed apparently. So it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, the good egg <laughs> line. Who knows? Oh, um, I think it's gonna be sticking with me for a while, and I hope I can. Hope I, can, I hope I can say it again. I hope that's, that line's going to come back. That was a good line. So. Uh,
1: that would honestly make us so happy if you did that again. Oh. If you <laughs> slipped it in. In any anything, because like we've said on this show before as well, when we're just discussing the episodes and talking about Eden on the show and that, we say a lot. You talked about it before. You said like Margot Robbie, like the other people who've been on the show, Delta Goodrem, whoever it may be, all these great people. We think you're next, you know. Oh, like we're, jo- we're joking about like Ramsey streets a stop on the way to hollywood you're, you're next thank you guys
2: thank you so we're much we're not just
1: saying that cuz you're on we've had other people on and we would not say that at all like you <laughs> we are saying that right now honestly right. cuz it like you are, we'll talk about the other stuff that you've got coming up and everything like that as well um but you've got the look you can play like the bad guy but you kind of love anyway mm. you've got the hair
2: <laughs> bring back the mullet bring back the mullet
1: like the hair is key oh, we want we, we to talk about the hair ne- not since drew kirk was on neighbors like late 90s have we seen hair like that i don't think
2: write that down can someone quote that let's clip that <laughs> clip that please it's true.
1: What's the mate, regime? What are you doing? Is this just? Don't just say, "Oh, I just got up like that," because that wouldn't annoy me.
2: Oh no, it's it's pretty terrible at the moment, honestly. Shower. I don't. No conditioner. Nothing, mate. It's all natural oils. Natural oils. Conditioner once a week, maybe if you're lucky. But straight out the shower, straight out, bang. Bit of a towel dry. Oh,
0: this, what this, a <laughs> bastard! This this why cost is the next big thing, you know.
2: <laughs> natural oh, talent. Natural oh, oils. Natural <laughs> hair. <Yeah, right>. Let's <laughs> quote, yeah, write
0: that down. <laughs> Honestly, that first scene, like you could see so many different sides. you like, you know, you've got this guy being really nice to a very drunk, vulnerable woman, but you can see there's just something underneath. Yeah, um, right. I think, there were the, I, think I, I imagine one of the reasons you love the character so much is that you got to do so many different sides because he is yeah. a good egg at first and he is being lovely he's being charming he's you know he gets this job straight away he throws himself into that you get to see all these greats and then you just then you get to see the turn yeah well well, both sides
2: that's the thing with Eden I think what intrigued me so much to play this character is you see guys like him walking around nightclubs and bars that his first instance speaking to Georgie's character, you he's he's he wants to take advantage of her from the first moment he sees her. And I don't know if you could see this in the episode if it was clear enough, but we see during the um rehearsal process backstage, she drops her bag and I see her cards, her yeah, you cards. got her name, don't you? And I remember going back with the directors and and talking. That moment for for Eden was how uh, that is a way I can take advantage of this person because she has she must have some money. She must you know what can I take off her and to play that and to play this slimy terrible guy that's 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 charming. It's you see people like that all the time and there it's such a truthful thing that neighbours it's so important that they kind of can show people like that as well and mm. and he doesn't win and he it's but he pushes so hard to win and he doesn't give up fuck he doesn't give up he breaks out <laughs> how, many, how many times can i can i come you know it's so oh, good well, going, know, it's, like when you
1: got this like that was obviously the scene you said you you re- like you read far and everything that opening scene did you know that you were gonna get this extended run, or was it just like, oh he might mess about with Georgie for a bit and that's no, about her. what was no, the deal? No, no.
2: So I had zero idea. I just knew I got the initial first few episodes um sent to me and all I knew was he meets up with her and then he gets a job there at at the at the at the cafe vineyard and He, he just hangs around for a little bit, but he doesn't, I did not know any of the stuff that happens with, with David. And it was, everyone was telling me as well, the team, the writers, they're saying, we're not going to tell you, but we have written some things for you. And a lot of that happened by accident. It just, we started working together and we all gelled really, really well. And it just, the cast and the crew and everyone, it was such an incredible kind of bond that we created on set. And I feel like that really helped Eden become more of who we saw because there was a lot more things that were being thought about now. Like how can we bring Eden back and involve him in these kind of things? And I think that's a testament to the crew. It is such a well-oiled machine over there. And it is – they're so smart. Like they are seriously – they've got – they can just see one shot and one, one, one scene in these characters. And they've just created this whole thing now. And I'm so blessed that they asked me to be a part of that David, you know, all of what just happened in the last few weeks. And, um, it's, it's honestly because we, I just I kind of allowed myself to really listen and to kind of take neighbors and that set and crew as that learning experience and just take on board everything. And it's I'm the newbie here. Like I'm the new guy. Let me, mm-hmm put my best foot forward and really try and like help out this story and tell this story and that's why all the great work happens you've got to serve the story that they're trying to create and luckily for me it was such a cinematic story it was it went everywhere there was the robberies and the deaths and how who gets to say they've been a part of someone an iconic neighbor's character getting killed and you're a part of it and you're lying down next to them like what an honor like seriously it is such an incredible thing to be a part of and it's it's gonna be part of neighbour's history now and I'm very blessed that, you know, my name's gonna be attached to that forever. So yeah. It is really, really nice.
0: I really like in the the kind of aftermath that we're we're dealing now is that like every ten minutes Eden's getting mentioned, some way or the yeah, other. Yeah, right. And brought up again, and again and again and again. He's just there yeah. in the consciousness.
2: Yeah. Oh uh, well I guess, just you guys wait. So um it's Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. You know, I've gotten all my friends and family down in Melbourne uh, who previously didn't, you know, watch Neighbours or it's, it's, they're all loving it. And they, now it's like, they're not, they keep watching it now. I'm I'm like, ah, so you're going to stop watching it now that I'm finished. And they're like, nope, fucking, we'd love it. Like, so Yeah, I've gotten all my Italian cousins and they're all hooked on it. And I've got about, I've got about 50 of them. So. I hope uh, I'm contributing to this to the ratings. Well, so well it's-
1: it just because it's been rebooting everything, you've come in like at the beginning of that, really, and yeah, it's it's like a whole new load of viewers as well. You've got people who've watched it since whenever 1985, whenever it was, but then you've mm. got people who've joined it as it goes on, and people who've just come for the like the new chapter thing. Like it, America, there's American people online now, Canadians who are who are watching it and going, "Who's this guy?" I'm gonna keep yeah, watching right. it. He's he's like one of the you you're an established <laughs> like character and you are, like you are a character mm. in it. Like mm. it's not just all oh, gone and forgotten. You did you did something and then left. Like people go Eden. Yes,
2: what a yeah. bastard. I think that's so. That's something I'm really grateful for as well. Like because that was maybe a bit of my worry when I first got the role because I just they didn't tell me what was coming and I. I was a bit maybe not disappointed, but thinking when you book a role, you always think it's going to be this thing and this giant thing now. And I remember for the first maybe two weeks on set, because Eden was just kind of hanging around and I'm like, hmm, I wonder where this is going to go. And I seriously could not imagine where it went. And Mm. it's pretty crazy to think back
1: to. Each bit could have been the end really, couldn't it? Like you could have done the thing with Georgie and that might have been it. And then yep. it got revealed that you were um, Holly's boyfriend. That could have been it. Yeah. yeah. Then, it, then it was the stuff with, um, like, you, you got Flashback Week, which blew up. And then <sighs> Great it, week.
2: Oh, best was Flashback Week. How Flashback Week? That was the best time ever. Flashback Week was, um, even, I think everyone agrees, just watching it as well, far out. So like, that, that storyline was incredible. And to, like, go back and see. And it's like now I was at the wedding. How Eden's at the wedding now? Like, if you look back, it's like.
1: (laughs) It was like Back to the Future where they've just popped you in and now here you are and you're like. You were a part of it then and you didn't know. You were just
2: round the corner. That's great. And I love stuff like that because I grew up watching films and and when they would put things like that in and these characters secretly watching and all these things. Like, it's it's so cool to watch. And now it's like you're a part of it. And it's. That's. Oh, it was awesome. Flashback week. Oh, man. I remember I had a big scene with Stiffy. Uh, we call him Steve, Stephen, Stephen. We call him Stiffy. Um, uh, he plays Y. Okay, that, well, just... <laughs> No, it's just Stephen. It's just his nickname. Um, okay. <laughs> it's not for Justin. It's all good. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm talking to Paul, and I remember being so, so, so nervous for the scene on the rooftop, and I'm talking to him about Krista and how I can help hide the body. Um, and... I remember all day waiting because I was called in pretty early and there was weather problems and things were getting pushed back. So it was one of those days. And I'm there with fucking Paul Robinson, like the man, the man. And it's my first ever scene with him. And I remember going through my usual routine and, you know, I've got my headphones on and I'm just waiting and I'm waiting for three, four hours. And I remember getting to act with him. And if you're talking about some like great neighbors like actors on neighbors he's up there, and he is seriously like yeah. watching him work and his process and like his dedication to this work, even though he's been on it for years and years and years, he still doesn't leave any stone unturned he's still working like and it is like to watch and it's of course intimidating because you go into it as the new um you're the guestie, I guess. Yeah. And then you've got this scene where you're going head to head with him. And, but he just, just worked with me and trusted me. And he allowed me to kind of trust him as well. And it's uh it's a, you learn a lot in those moments as a young actor. You learn so much from those guys who have been doing it for that long. And yeah, I'm, I'm really, really proud of the work that we did on that show. Um, you know, there's, you know, some moments I look back to, even now, it's only six, seven months later, and you, you kind of look back, and maybe I could have done something different here and there, but, like, having those great actors to work with is a better lesson than any acting class I've gone to, because some of them just really can push you as well. And yeah, he'll, imagine, he'll imagine
0: in, in 10 minutes with someone like Stefan, you could probably learn more than you would in 10 hours in, in a class, maybe.
2: Oh, Especially like with the scenes we're doing, it's all so, it's so high intensity. Like we're talking about hiding a dead body and it's like, let's, let's, we're like looking at each other, like, let's work here, let's fucking work. And everyone, there was like this mood, we're on the rooftop, it's windy, there's rain. It's like I was on a Christopher yeah. Nolan, bloody.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> and it was,
2: and, yeah, and, and,
1: it. Write, write that down right now. Write that
2: down. Yeah, rid and, of and Tom,
1: also, Hardy. Tom Hardy's done enough of those films.
2: Come on, <laughs> it's my turn now, man. It's my get turn. Get the, I get the beard. Get the beard going. Um, but but Scott Major as well. A testament to that is Scott Major, who's one of the great directors that we get to work with on on Neighbours, and he was so generous as well in letting us play and just explore. And every director is different on that show. You get new directors every two weeks in the blocks, and uh, Scott was really looked after me and really took me under his wing and helped me out with with just all that stuff he- because he was there too he was a young he was a young actor heartbreak high and and doing all that stuff and i I guess it was really important to have those people you know s- see a young person like myself and 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 put trust in me to do good work alongside Stefan and all these people um but yeah man incredible 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 and especially you know especially fucking with david's work in the last like that stuff was incredible and heartbreaking and um people are
1: still upset online about all that you know like people are like you like talking about you being a good egg you might be getting egged in the street like people. i'm a
2: rotten, <laughs> rotten egg i know mate lucky i'm not in the uk brother I, if i'm saying yeah. oh i'm lucky i'm hiding in i'm hiding away in australia no one no one's gonna find me over here um but oh, trust me, don't worry. I've got in the comments and and the DMs. But uh, <laughs> w- what do you what do you do? You know, it's 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 not my fault. So it's, uh
1: <laughs> You said there <laughs> about like was it Scott Scott Major do that was a good director with it? What is yeah. that hard that they've got quite a few directors and different writers? Because are you coming in one day and it's somebody else and you're going oh, no no no? Shit, right. So What's that so line?
2: um. No, so uh, it's in different blocks. So you've got about two weeks with one director and sometimes they're shooting in studio and sometimes another director is shooting on location. So it's running side by side. It's really crazy how they've got, like there's just two different whole production units going at the same time to try and just get all these episodes out. Um, But what's so great, I had a great moment with the director, Kate Kindle, Uh, who is phenomenal. She's um, one of the directors for what block did she do? She did where I meet Krista in the flashbacks for the first time. We meet Krista and we're in the hotel scene, having drinks and uh, a great, I've loved that scene so much because the way that we were allowed to work going into that was while they were setting up all the lights and setting up the cameras, there was about 30 to 40 minutes. Where the director Kate allowed us to get into that hotel room, and just have a party. She's like, "Get in, get into it, and and go. Just create the space for yourself. Make it real. Use you're in a hotel room. Make it real, you know. And 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 just have a chat, whatever. All that kind of stuff you've got to do. And we'll just set up around you. And when we're ready, we'll shoot. And it was so refreshing to have a moment like that, like because it just. It's like you just you can, you can play and you can open up and that scene is so fun and it's it's showing these great times that these characters had together before everything went downhill. So we really had to make that stuff fun and because it makes that more heartbreak
1: real, right I propose, doesn't it? Like, if of you course, man.
2: that, then it's real, bro. Yeah, Yeah, hundred percent. She's and that's when directors allow you that freedom to play and to um and to just really get there. It's such a blessing, and you don't get that a lot ever. And and it depends what you're working on, but. And then there are some other directors who aren't necessarily they, they really want to attribute more more attention to you know the shot and different things, but every director is different, and that's why I think being a young actor coming into this industry, neighbors is so important to do because yeah. you don't just get to work with one person and work the way you want. you have to work the next two weeks with someone else, and maybe they work a different way so that's why it's the best school for young young actors as well and um it's, it's, I've learned so much. Seriously, it's, it's such have a blessing. You learned,
1: have you learned the best way to get rid of a dead body then? Do you, like, that's, that's like the question. You were up there on a roof, like shit's going down. How, how are you doing it? How's cost of getting rid of a dead body now? Right, if there is, right. You get in that unfortunate situation. It wouldn't be your fault, obviously. Mate, like,
2: so it's not my, it's not my <laughs> fault. And allegedly, so first of <laughs> all, doing? he's dripping wet. First of all, she's been yeah. in a pool, mm-hmm. so getting her downstairs, the cleaners are going to say what the f- what is going on, they're, yeah. they're going to have a trail of water and blood dripping down the elevator, they're going to be able to fucking catch her pretty quick to be honest, but I won't reveal Eden's secrets, it might be a deleted scene that you guys haven't seen actually, so uh, who knows, Ooh. with a bit of a... No, but trust me. Eden's very swift. Costa, I'd be hopeless. I'd be panicking and running around. I'd probably call my mum and start crying over the phone. But um, so, <laughs> so we're so different, Costa and Eden. So Eden
1: um, is Eden, Eden is pretty swift. Another thing that we loved about him all the way through is like he keeps getting in these situations. He keeps getting caught, but then it
2: keeps coming back.
1: He just runs away though.
2: Just runs away. He's so he quick.
1: Defense is like just, it's like it's like playground stuff. Like someone like you, you're in trouble. Just
2: fucking run. That is hilarious. I haven't thought about that. I'm not even that fast. Hell I can't <laughs> run. I'm not fast, man. Like you sprinted so, through that vineyard, though. Oh, but Holly, oh, look at God. She, Holly's too small. Poor Lucinda. She's not catching me. She's yeah, not yeah, catching she me.
1: like that as well.
2: Yeah, she's wearing the heels. <laughs> Lucinda is not catching me. So, um, yeah, I think it was. And you know what was hilarious was the vineyard was in the off-season, so there were no bloody – there was no bushes. There was no yeah. – it was just a big vineyard, where, but you could yeah. see everything. So yeah. I don't know. Like, so, <laughs> yeah.
1: so we chose the wrong – You're a pretty tall guy, right? Like she would see you way out like miles She'd see the view. mullet.
2: She'd see the She'd mullet. She'd <laughs> see the hair
0: bouncing. <laughs>
1: blowing back be like a hair. horse running through the field <laughs> with your mane just
2: bouncing. I don't know if you didn't see it, but yeah, oh, that is funny. If you, if you stalk, just fucking run away. Run away. That <laughs> Everyday life now, if I don't like a situation, I'm just running. That's what just he run. does. <laughs> but yeah, man, we we. I'm lucky I got some good fight scenes. I got beat up in everything mm-hmm.
0: though. On the, yeah. I, got, <laughs> I, got,
2: I got beat up a little bit, for, Like to be honest. Um, when Shiv got me, that was pretty... That was, do you know that fight scene that me and Shiv had? Um, uh, he plays Has, sorry. Uh, when yeah, we know, Shiv. Um, he tackles me. Let me go through the story. So we're, we're rehearsing the stunt choreography for that day. They've got all the mats on the gravel, on the ground, all these safety mats, and we're going through it. And they've padded us all up in these, all the safety equipment and everything. I'm like 10 kilos heavier with this on as well, by the way. And it's like, <laughs> They put you all these paddings on. And I remember when she runs out, we do it on the mat, great, got it, bang, next. But they're like, no, nah, we've got to shoot a wide angle and we're going to take off the safety mat. And we're both like, let's do it, let's do it, whatever. We're actors, mate. This is what we've got to do, Tom Cruise no. type shit. Let's do it. <laughs> I remember one of the first takes we did, somehow i 'm padded everywhere, and in the one place that i 'm not padded on my ribs this there 's this rocks and everything just scraped all across us, and we were banged banged up and bruised and beaten and that was a full day of shooting that um, but the safety guys are great, and the choreographers are great, but it was just hilarious my first ever on screen fight just getting beat up and it 's so cool to have fight scenes um, i don 't know if you 've seen David. Posted some behind the scenes stuff of um yeah. of our, of our rock of the yeah. rock and and it's like that mountain that wasn't a fucking hill that was a mountain where where we were on. If you saw that thing, if I it's like they had safety people there, but mate, he's not catching me if I fall off this thing because it is a steep drop. <laughs> I just it was pretty pretty scary, but um they look after us pretty well. But like doing that kind of stuff, it's like a lot of tv magic but seriously it's a lot of these actors and some people they really put their fucking their blood sweat and tears into this stuff like as well it's they did, did you have
0: much choice in like the stunts did they say are you comfortable doing this or did yeah, you yeah of go, course of course By the way, there's gra- a
2: massive cliff don't fall off no no they're very good with um <laughs> safety and 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 everyone and we have stunt doubles as well and i wish i got a photo with mine cuz it was like we were, like standing next to like my long lost brother, and um, he had this beautiful <laughs> mullet as well. Oh. And- so,
0: so, we had a theory that you do your own stunts because there's nobody, there's no stuntable double in the world there's wonderful <laughs> so hair and yours. So no, he that, was, well, he was, he
2: was up there. Stunts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unfortunately, unfortunately for me, yeah, poor Tim Kano was copying it every time me and him had to like to slam him on the ground. Poor, um, but he was <laughs> such a, Tim was such a superstar as well, just in terms of really wanting to go at it. And it's, I think that was so different because we all knew like that week of filming, it was like, this is for David. Like we really want to fucking put our all into this and how could you not? And everyone there was like, it was such an emotional week weirdly. And, um, everyone, the commitment that day and that week was like surreal. Everyone, like the, 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 the throws were harder. The lines were coming out quicker. Like everything, everyone was just so on it. Yeah. Um, And no one wanted the stunt doubles to work. We just really wanted to do it. And I think there only might be one shot where a stunt double, it's from the very far, it's like from a very far angle over the cliff because we'll literally have to be on the cliff. So I think they had to do it. But everything you see, yeah, that's me and Tim just going at it. And David, he just bloody threw me off that thing. (laughs) He grabbed me and, oh, that was, that was scary to be honest. That was a, that was the one moment where my heart sank for a minute when getting tackled off it. But you know, we just redo it and redo it and redo it. And yeah, it was. Uh, it's not. It's not like Tom Cruise. I'm not jumping off a plane or anything. But it was. Uh, it's a good introduction to stunt work.
1: Would you do a bit more? Is there something you'd like? You'd like to do in in a future project or something? Would you do the Tom Cruise motorbike off a mountain, catch a plane? Would you do mate any of that? Or
2: what, oh, I would love be... to. Of course, mate. I'd love to. I think it. It's such a Oh mate, it's the coolest job in the world getting to do that yeah. and it's so it's kind of the
1: coolest job in the world I think
2: I think so it's cooler than being an actor mate you don't have to bloody <laughs> you just you don't have to remember your lines, you just show up, you do the coolest you're the coolest person there and yeah. you um it's the funnest thing so but that's why I've got so much respect for those guys because of how hard it is because man i was couldn't walk for bloody a week, like my back was like everything was sore, couldn't get out of bed, um and they do that all the time, and they're just up and they'll go again, and they'll go again, so, yeah, I would, but I would love to do more stuff. In this, thing, I just uh, shot a film up here in Sydney, Australia, and uh, I get to do, for the first time, some pretty cool stunts, which was different to what I've done on Neighbours, and that stuff was um, so scary, but it's like, once you're there, it's you're, It's just so fun. The mullet was blowing in the wind and all, and it was, uh, it was bloody awesome, so I can't wait for everyone to see that. Um, and yeah, it's uh, I would love to get doing more stunts, man. So, yeah, be good. There's that,
1: there's that. Um, it's like online. It's Tom Cruise running in every film he's in. Like, have you seen that? He's just like, bam. bam bam bam. but That's what what we'll the- we'll be, we'll be a one of them. Like in twenty years' time, <laughs> just you running away in yeah, every. How good is
2: that? Ever He's always oh, running. He's fucking quick, Eden. I don't know how he does it. I don't know. Ridic- <laughs> rid- ridiculous. Yeah. And he breaks it uh, because I, I never grew up watching Neighbours, so I didn't really know the kind of tropes and things that you would. And then breaking out of prison is one of them. And it's, I don't know what the police are doing. I don't know what Erinsborough, what is wrong? What is, is they, they, need <laughs> you the two, a, they need you two, they need you two as Secchies. They need to put you at the door <laughs> and then no one's getting past them. <laughs> well, by the looks of it, it's only poor Andy Rodwell. who's the only yeah. one, there. Huh? He he. he he's, he's, well, me me and him, Lloyd, he are so close. He's he's an absolute legend. Um, I uh, we do acting acting classes together now as well, and I've got a few of the other neighbours to come down to Melbourne. Uh, we do some acting classes together, which is super cool because even when I'm not shooting, I get to work with these guys now. And um, yeah, it's nice to kind of because they just want to keep getting better as well. Like everyone wants to keep keep training, and there's a I've managed to get a few of them down uh, in Melbourne to this studio and we've all been working and it's super cool. And I think that was like the most coolest thing because now it's like, even when I'm not at work, it's like I've got all my buddies that I get to work with now. So friends we for We need life, to get
1: you all on for some sort of reunion on here then to get you live. <laughs> oh mate, I'll, I You're
2: will put on. the, I'm going to put the feelers out and I'll, uh, I'll make really it nice. happen. Leave it with me boys. I'm going to make this happen. That would be so good. Um, so uh, we might come back to
1: Eden in a little minute because he is an absolute legend, but you've got some other things going on as well. Like yeah, I man. have watched, and I didn't just watch this in preparation for this podcast. I watched it as soon as I knew you were in it. Crazy Fun Park.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Crazy Fun Park. Yes, yes, yes. That was, um, yeah, that was um, a really great experience. I shot Crazy Fun Park uh, when I was about 19, uh, second year of drama school I remember hearing about this this show and they needed a Greek Greek kid but I'm Italian and it was like close enough and apparently <laughs> close enough wow I'm like okay like I'm <laughs> you know what the funny thing is all three of those characters me and the two kids who play my brother we're all Italians yeah. but they just the characters are Greek I'm like why don't you just make the characters Italian like but anyway does was a matter but um yeah. that was in my second year of university uh drama school and that came along and dude it was such a great experience to work on a show like that because man sitting in a makeup chair if you saw my face then wasn't wasn't too good I had this oh, prosthetic going across and um it took bloody 2 to 3 hours every morning and that was one of those experiences it's like, man, you want to go work in the Marvel movies or DC films and wear these, you know, cool makeup and costumes, you're going to be sitting there for a while. And it's, um, I I remember wanting, wanting to kind of, you know, it's really hard and wanted to complain, but, you know, it's, they're artists and they do such a great job and they make you feel comfortable. But that was such a process of wearing prosthetics all day and makeup and everything. Um, But that show was great because it was kind of like one of the first stepping stones for me to really wanted to be an actor like full time and um, really take it seriously and say, mate, I can do this because yeah. I'm still, st- I'm st- my thoughts then was I'm still studying and training and I'm able to work. Imagine like in a few years when I get better and I keep getting better and h- who knows what can happen. And yeah, that show was, um, I had only a small role in it. It was a few episodes there, but it's- Oh yeah, uh,
1: I, I heard you were in the show. So I've got, I've sat down episode one, I'll give this a watch. Quite enjoyed it, but I was like, where the fuck ooh. is it? Where's Costa? Episode 2. Is <laughs> he even in this thing? But was it all bullshit?
0: Like, I've had to watch like five <laughs> episodes I got, of it. Like, I got live updates of this as well. Because I was no working no after while after you were sitting after there after watching after it. Costa. No Costa like episode like he's, two, a, he's, you know. a,
2: he's a liar. He's a fraud. He's not yeah. in
1: it. He's an <laughs> you extra. Like, you've, like, you've, you've added to your resume and you've added, uh, oh yeah, I, I was in this thing and I did this. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> geez, God, he
0: was
2: this guy's not a fraud. No, um, <laughs> I think you have to go. I can't remember what episode. I think you're gonna go episode. I, like I can't three remember. Four, I think
0: maybe it was, it was like five or yeah. six.
2: I think yeah. Oh Oh, so there you go, seven, eight, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's up there. Um, but yeah, that was cool. That was a good experience. Um, I was a bit younger back then. It taught me a lot. But uh, I so, just had it. Go on. Go on sorry, customer. No, no, you go on. You go on. you so
1: in that. Like you. Like what happens is, obviously, you get stuck to your two brothers. In the show, like you are going to like a a ride and it whips you around and you get stuck and that da- and you die and all that kind of stuff. It
2: was yeah, weird. So, oh, super weird. Well, crazy fun park. Yeah, it's a, it's it was a kids show um, over here and it's basically like this supernatural theme park and kids go there and when they die they haunt the place and then they shut yeah. it down and now there's just a bunch of teenagers who live there as ghosts. I think it's super fun. I think it it's so fun. cool. It's pretty great, and the story—it's actually quite a beautiful story as well. If you get to the end of it with the boys and yeah. um, Stacey Clausen is the main actor in that, he is killing it, and he's gonna—he's got some really cool things coming up as well. So keep an eye out for him. Um, and yeah, that show was really, really fun. It's like—it's just one of those shows you go there and you have a fun time shooting it. It's like you are with a bunch of people your age, and yeah. you know, and you're just having that came fun.
1: So like, it felt like it was a load of teenagers just having fun at a theme Yeah, park, that's all like, it
2: was. Yeah, and that's what it was, man. Um, so, yeah,
1: I who hope would you, get you a... Who would you, want, like, if that happened to you in, this, in the show, stuck to your two brothers. Which two people would you, you can't pick us, which two people <laughs> would you want to be stuck to? Oh, for, like,
2: ever? okay. Who are you picking? Oh, man.
1: You got, like, oh. brothers or sisters? Would you want to get stuck to your brothers and sisters?
2: Mate, I can't get them away further now. Get away from me. This, this thing. <laughs> okay. Um... Who would I want? That's such a good question. Um, it can't have someone with, I can't have someone with better hair than me because then they are be yeah. terrible. Well, I mean, there's not saw, many people. So, if yeah. you saw that... No, nah, it's bloody terrible at the moment. If you saw that <laughs> mullet in the in the show, if you saw my mullet in the show, yeah. mate, I've got to grow it out to that length. Yeah, no, I, god. Um, Who would I want? I don't know. Probably like Margot Robbie or like... <laughs>
1: Well, then, would you want Margot Robbie and a weird third person stuck to you?
2: I'd want Margot Robbie on this arm, and then on this one, um, who would I want? This is such a you've actually got me here because you don't (laughs) you've really got me here. Um, Hard hitting
0: questions.
2: Yeah, these are the hard hitting questions. I'll say, um, who's an actor I like? Probably Jacob Elordi. I just get to look at him because he's a gorgeous man. If you want to talk about a what gorgeous a man, what
1: good-looking trio that would be.
2: <laughs> maybe one day, maybe we'll be in a movie together one day. Who knows? Or the neighbor, or a neighbor's reunion, and then we'll add Jacob in, into the mix.
1: Right, we're gonna we're gonna send Margot a quick email to see if yeah, she's yeah, just there. let
2: her know. Yeah, just just yeah, just. Get her on. She's not, she's probably not too busy at the moment. She can, she'll jump on. She has got a lot
1: going on. So you though? You, you said you've done a film. We, like, yeah. what's, what's the new film about? Can you tell us anything? Yeah. It's Rebel um, Wilson, right?
2: Yeah. Rebel Wilson. So.
1: Shit, man, am I allowed to know that? Like that? Yeah, was they yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh shit, he said Rebel Wilson.
2: No, you're allowed to know it. It's, she um, okay. has been, she's been posting a little bit about it. We just wrapped that film in Sydney. Uh, it's called The Deb, The D E B, The Deb. And it's um I can't really I won't talk about what it's about, I don't think I can because but it is such a wonderful story. It's a a movie musical and it's um it's my first real proper feature film to this scale. Um I remember that audition process. Everyone in Australia, I think, got a bloody call up for that to audition. Every young boy my age and um, I don't know, I was just super lucky that they decided to pick me out and they ended up flying me down. Oh, I auditioned for it and then didn't hear anything for three, four weeks and that's kind of usually the case anyway. You don't really hear anything and if you do, it's not for a while as well but I got a phone call from, from my team and they said they want to look at you in person and chat to you. So, we're going to fly you up to Sydney like at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I'm like, oh my God. Here we go. So, um, I flew up at the early hours out of Tullamarine Airport in Melbourne. And I ended up walking into this casting agency by myself. I was the first one there. And Rebel Wilson was <laughs> in the room as I walked in. And I remember just, that's a woman I would watch on my iPad growing up in pitch perfect and all these films Yeah, yeah. and I just finished on neighbors. So I felt pretty, you know what, I feel pretty good, you know, finish neighbors and uh, let's get involved and see what else I can do. And it was, we just, it was a chemistry read for the second one. So me and Charlotte McInnes, who plays, who plays uh, one of the other characters in the film, I was reading alongside her and it was just like, working so easily off each other and there was fireworks and it was great and everyone there was having a great time and the scene went really well um, apparently because I left and then I walked out the door and I saw all these blue-eyed blonde hair guys walking in and thinking fuck me I'm not getting this thing and I genuinely remember going home um, calling my parents I was, I was so heartbroken because you don't you just get in your head and you really don't think you're going to get it. Like, and that's, it depends. Sometimes you think you do great. And I remember really not feeling amazing about this callback. And I got on the plane, went home. I was a bit, bit sour and I was waiting by the phone every day, every single day for the next probably two, three days to get this phone call. If I got the film or not. And apparently everyone in, Melbourne wanted to call me to check up on how I was going for whatever reason that week, every, all my mates calling me, Hey mate, what's going on? And every time my phone buzzes, I'm, my heart sinks. Oh, Yeah, I'm thinking, is this the call? Is this the call? And every telemarketer is calling me and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. I'm like leave me alone. I'm just hanging up the phone. And, um, it was 1130 at night, by the way, it was very late. <laughs> and I thought all hope is lost and i'm finished and i'm never having a career and then i um got a phone call from my agents and they offered me the role and it seriously man those feelings are what you do this for like yeah you i remember just you don't ever feel anything like it. And I remember I told my parents, I don't think I'm going to get it. And they were a bit sour. And like, they were just kind of trying to, you know, nurture their poor baby 22 year old actor son who's not, who's sad about not getting a role. Like, that's all they can do really. And they're like, it's right, mate. Next one, next one, next one. And just keep trying. And, um, I remember getting the call and getting it. And yeah, even for my parents, man, it's like my making them proud and seeing you know I, i've i wanted to do it for so long and since i was young and it's kind of finally slowly happening and you know the first thing i did man is uh went to go see my grandpa who's who's just my biggest supporter and we we had a shot of whiskey together we had a glass and we just kind of you know just spoke and it was those are the moments you do it for when you get to make those people around you really proud um and then i just got absolutely blasted that saturday and um <laughs> <laughs> and i had the best weekend ever before the real work had to start um and then yeah and then it was probably 4 months of freaking really intense like hard work and like being in a, like a proper movie like this is what it's like like being in a real feature film with hollywood people and 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 you know the real sets it's the, the catering, oh my God, like that's what it's really that's when you know you're when you're getting What? Steak. what's the
1: how how do you know you're you're a Hollywood thing like what's the step up in the catering what's the difference
2: oh dude we got like seafood like prawns and 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 uh oysters these beautiful oysters from Sydney from yes. the bay what? Just, so no no but not only on certain days right but it's, um, Navy's catering is amazing as well, by the way. They are bloody sensational too. Yeah. But just, you can really tell when you're walking around a set and there's like 300 people just walking around and they're all doing their specific jobs because, and if one person's not doing their job right, it's going to cause problems. Like everyone's really there working and it's like so many people. You know how the big step up was when they literally turned this entire town into the the town in the wow. film, yeah, and you're yeah. looking around like this place is completely different than what it was like a week ago. It's they've remodeled everything, and you're in a you step into like literally another world. And it's like those are the walking into that was like okay, this is this is real. Like you know, um, that film's going to be so incredible. Uh, we saw a rough cut of it just uh, at the wrap party. They showed a few few scenes from it, and Rebel Wilson is producing it, directing it. Um, she 's really going to push this thing really hard, and you know I just really can 't wait to show the world because i I truly feel like this this film is going to do a lot for the actors involved because there are so many young unknown Australian people in this who are yeah. so incredibly talented, and I feel like once people overseas now get to get to see them and all of Australia gets to see them it's gonna it's going to be pretty incredible i'm really looking forward to the response and yeah I really can't wait well, for you guys to see it as well. You-
0: you, you you say it's a musical. Does that does that mean we get to hear you sing? I don't
2: sing, but I uh, I do a you key... oh, I no, I'm not going to say anything. Actually, in the shower, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but do, I do a I do a dance. I do a, a dance, and that's all I'm going to say. And <laughs> I hope I hope the Neighbours fans absolutely eat this up because I rehearsed this thing for weeks. Right. Um. Oh yeah, I really can't say anything. But guys, <sighs> you're gonna watch this bloody oh. dance. It's it's Shit. uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be doing this in the audience, watching it with my <laughs> having a having <laughs> to watch myself dancing. But um, no, it was it's it's gonna be so awesome.
1: Do you like watching yourself back? In general, uh, are you someone who, like you said earlier about the Neighbours stuff, like you'd maybe do a couple of things slightly different or whatever? Are you someone who likes watching yourself back or um,
2: no? Good question. Ah, uh, not. I don't. Not really. I don't mind it. Um, I watched back a few scenes during neighbours, and you know, it's it's when I get back from work and I walk in, my mum's watching it, at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh god, looking at myself, but. It's one of those things you get used to, I guess. Um, and I feel like it can help you become a better actor. Like you've you watch yourself back. And then you just notice if you, if you go, if I got a little lazy, eye, I notice sometimes I got a lazy eye. So I'm going to try and, you know, not do that or whatever it is. And um, it's I uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just kind of part of the job now. I guess if you go to a premiere, you got to watch yourself or yeah. um, I think it's super exciting though. Like I was really looking forward to watching the scene where I hobbled Mel hostage and when I oh, couldn't wait to see how that turned out because I remember shooting that and, um, yeah, everyone was so on point that day. That was a great, great day on set. That was probably my favourite day on set ever. Like that was, um, it was one of my last days before I left to go to Sydney to do the film and everyone knew that I was going to go and leave and do this film and I kind of really wanted to say goodbye to this character then In the most like I just wanted to give that my all man and I remember um just being so welcomed by the crew and the cast to just just go at it and don't be scared to just go at it and if you got to yell yell if you got to take your 10 minutes before just go out and do what you got to do um so I couldn't wait to watch that and I was really happy with it um I think that's some great work you know by the team there uh, what did you guys think? I want to hear your opinion. What was that? How, like, what was that all stuff like, you know, Eden getting arrested and, and um, how was that to watch?
0: I liked, I really liked that you got to see it. Like, so you got to see another facet of him. You got to see him desperate. You got to see this man mm. going up. Because, because Paul shows up at the hospital and like, you've made an enemy. Like, because Eden's pretty defiant beforehand. Like, Krista comes in and he's like, listen, I did nothing wrong. I was defending myself. yeah. Uh, but then Paul comes in and says, you've made an enemy. And he goes, oh, shit.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. When, so
0: you, that was, um. yeah. You, you got to see him really desperate, which I really liked.
2: Yeah, right. I got so many comments about that Eden was limping and he had a little knife. So why didn't she just run? Guys. Yeah. If so, someone breaks into your house with a knife, no matter how big or small, you're gonna get scared, all right. You're not gonna, yeah. you're not gonna know what to do, okay? Uh, that's like I was reading those comments, and I was feeling a bit shaky because I hadn't, because I left the show and I was replying to a few comments. <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> how up? funny! How funny is that? Like I was just yeah. because I, I finally okay, he got arrested, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I mean, fucking comment now. Um, <laughs> but, but no, no, I, it's a fair criticism, but. Um, either way, it's like I think more this more worse things have happened in neighbours where I think you can put your uh, oh yeah, disbelief yeah. Dis- disbelief to the side and uh, yeah. just How kind of, the of
1: fun of it. Like if we were like we take the piss out of things on it all the time because it's fun and we'll say oh that was crazy. I'll look at that or like like Eden running away all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. we, we jumped on that and we made it funny. The thing when he came back and Mel tries to drug him with the. Whatever with her pills or yeah, whatever. Right, um, yeah. A of that, because wow. we were both thinking, please don't drug him. He would not fall for Like, don't do this. And then, like, he <laughs> then does the smirk and he's like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Do you still we think like, I'm yes!
2: stupid? He's still, he's still got it. <laughs> he's still got it. He's got it, man. Yeah. He doesn't lose it. <laughs> That's great. That was so fun that day, man. Um, Just kind of, we were just, the makeup and everything and I'm walking around with a bloody limp and I've got a knife in my hand. It was um, it was a new sign of Eden because, yeah, like you said, he's in control a lot of the time. And it's like he's always got this smirk and he's running away. He can't run away. He's got no – what's he going to do? Yeah. His legs, his, How did, his, his, did he
1: get from the hospital to Ramsey Street, though? <laughs>
2: That's a good – Because he you know was what? struggling. <laughs> uh, good <laughs> question. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know, to be honest, for the sake of – um. He, he would have just been, he's, he's, he's a sneaky little slimy guy. He's, he's, he he his way, um, with that bloody hoodie that he had on that loud, bloody, bloody. Bur- burgundy hoodie. That's so, uh, <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> I didn't, so we had a little pre-chat last night, just like, you know, what questions do we want to ask, et cetera. And then I was like, I want to, I want to ask Costa about the hoodie. And I was like, no, do not ask him about that hoodie. Mate. And I was like, What? Right. Well, it's a great
2: hoodie.
1: Isn't it? Poster has now brought up the hoodie. It is. It is fine. It's on the I, table. Poster has know, started it. It's
2: fine. The infamous hoodie. <laughs> that infamous hoodie that caused ripples in the community. That hoodie is. I don't know. You know what? The costume people. The reason behind the hoodie, right? I'll tell you the reason. Because they needed something so ugly that on the CCTV cameras, people would be able to yeah. recognize. <laughs> So okay. basically for storytelling wise, people at home watching can see, oh, it's Eden because he's got, that's that ugly hoodie he wears. But it was bloody the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, I don't know what he was wearing that for, but- um,
0: <laughs> Says a lot about uh, my fashion sense. <laughs> when
2: like, you do like hoodie. a hoodie though, don't, well, let's be honest, like- Listen, Eden loves was, a hoodie. Eden loves a hoodie with a dragon, burgundy dragon tattoo yeah. hoodie. It is pretty cool. But I don't think you'd catch Costa wearing it. But it is uh, – <laughs> I remember everyone gave, giving it to me. You know, everyone gave it to me on set. And they were like, mate, that is the worst hoodie ever. Oh, my gosh, come on. I like, I like it. I think it's cute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you didn't steal it from the set then?
2: No. I, I, what did I want to steal? Um, Eden <laughs> had this really nice bracelet um, that he'd wear. I don't know if you guys ever got to see it properly or anything, but – they would just give me this bracelet to wear, um, and I think I went missing from the costume department. I think someone lost it. <laughs> nice, uh, <laughs> nice one.
1: So, like, we, thank you so much for coming on, cos we've had you on for quite a long time. But like, we it, we would be remiss probably if we like we've spoke about Eden. He always gets away. He runs away. You have said a few times on on this episode. You've said like you, that was the end for Eden. He's been he's been captured. You wanted to you know wave farewell off into the sunset in the back of the police car. Eden is done. You are now a Hollywood megastar. You eat oysters in catering now. However, Eden always gets away. Is hey. Eden gonna get away again? How are we going to see Eden again on Neighbours?
0: We can never, we can never discount it, can we? We can. I, no. at any moment he will take his opportunity to go away, to, to Eden, slip away from. Him.
2: He's always, you know, when he thought he wasn't around back at the wedding, he thought he wasn't around. He's always, he's always around. He's always. <laughs> around. And uh, guys, yeah, just just keep watching um it may be tomorrow or it may be in a year and a half but eden oh, love that may return who knows you but just never know you never know guys you got keep looking in the background of every scene you never know <laughs> we'll but, keep
1: looking in the background of every scene just to see if any of the actors look dead at the camera and we'll be like that is, <laughs>
2: that is <laughs> there is he is there he is costa
0: that's hilarious <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gosh, uh, thanks so
0: much. No, thank you so much. This has been such a fun. I knew this would be fun, but this has been so much fun chatting with you. Thank you
1: so much for being Eden Costa, because the fans have loved him. Like they've either, well, they've either loved him or they've loved to hate him. Like like we've said before, we as soon as we met this character, we wanted to get him on, and the fans, like of neighbours, have just loved him from from the get go. Um, like. He seems like a real character and I think they've really enjoyed like going on the
2: journey with him. Like the fans have been Mm. brilliant, right? They have been. Um, You know, I can feel the love, seriously. Um, And you don't often get that playing such a terrible character like Eden, but from all the Neighbours fans, it's such a pleasure to be a part of this amazing show. Yous are all incredible if yous are watching – I feel the love every single day when you you know, message me and and, you know, comment lovely things and sometimes nasty things on on the neighbor's Instagram and my account and I, I <laughs> seriously can't can't <laughs> thank you all enough. Seriously. Now I'd um it's such an honor to, you know, be a part of this show and for you to welcome me into your home week in and week out. Um, you know, I hope you love Eden as much as I loved playing him. And thank you for the support, guys. Uh it's means the world and you know um, I really really appreciate it so keep watching and maybe you'll see me again soon